self-confidence. Again, this is something that helps you to do, to do everything better in, in your life, whether it's parenting, your relationships, your sales, your career and business. Like your self-confidence is basically your belief of your own worth and your ability to figure things out. So when you have a belief of your own worth and your own ability, the stronger your belief is, the more clear and convicted you are in your belief about that, about your worth, about your ability, the, the higher your self-confidence is gonna be, the higher your self-worth is gonna be, and the higher your self-worth and self-confidence is, the more influence you're gonna have in everything that you do. And right now, what I'm about to share with you is gonna be like something that's gonna help you to develop all the most important parts of who you are, which in turn raises your self-worth, raises your self-confidence, and boom, you're gonna freaking succeed in everything that you do. You are made up of three parts. Your body, your soul, and your spirit. Three parts, body, soul, and spirit. When you begin to understand what makes you you, now you can understand you, right? You can, you can now be self-aware, and once you're self-aware, you can now have self-acceptance. How can you accept something you're not even aware of? Right? So if you're not fully aware of who you are as a person, who you are as a woman, who you are as a man, it's going to be difficult for you to fully accept yourself, right? So that's going to, you know, lower the, the self-worth and the self-confidence. So the more clear that we are of who we are, what we're made up, or what we're made up of, we're going to have more self-awareness. When you have more self-awareness, that's a freaking superpower because you know what the heck is going on in you. You know what you believe, why you believe it, you know where you're going, why you're going there, how you're gonna get there. Like you understand who you are. You have a high emotional intelligence, all because you have self-awareness. If you have self-awareness, you can have self-acceptance, you can have self-control, you can have self-motivation. But if you don't have self-awareness, it's gonna be hard for you to have all those other things. So it starts there. So this, what I'm about to share with you is gonna give you a really clear and in-depth comprehensive understanding of who you are so that you can have a self-acceptance and not only self-acceptance but now you can begin to build yourself in in those three areas now you can master self it's like if you don't feel like you're growing if you don't are you're not advancing in an area of your life what does that make you feel like do you start to feel very confident or maybe a little less confident like if you feel like in your relationship if it's not going anywhere if it's not growing if it's not advancing, if it's not moving forward, how do you feel more confident about it or do you feel kind of like starting to doubt it, right? And you don't feel as fulfilled, you don't feel as happy about it, right? It starts to have some doubts, there's all these negative emotions or how about when it comes to your career and your business? If you don't feel, if you don't have this sense of advancement, this growth, Right? If you don't feel like you're going somewhere, if like you're not freaking moving, like you're putting in the time, you're putting in the work, and you're not going anywhere, what are you gonna start to feel? Like, why am I doing this again? You're gonna start to doubt yourself. You're gonna start to have maybe some doubt, some self-doubt or doubt about the business or doubt about that goal, right? Then, you know, a little confusion, maybe procrastination starts to come in, and then you, you know you should be doing certain things, but you're not doing them, so then you feel a little regret or you're beating yourself up about it, you feel a little guilt, right? Uh, and then it starts, all this starts to lower your self-worth and your self-confidence, and it becomes this vicious cycle where your energy begins to drop down. That even affects you at a physical level where your immune system gets weaker. 
have some mastery over these three areas, we'll start to feel happier and more fulfilled and more satisfied in our life. Why? Because growth produces happiness. Growth begins to stir up this fulfillment, this, this certainty, this, this joy, this happiness inside of you because you are having this sense of moving forward and advancing and growing. It only makes sense because if you're not building one of these areas of who you are, you're, you're losing out on one third. Like you're gonna be weak in one third of who you are. Because of your daily decisions, you know that you know that you know that you're moving forward and you're growing. So that begins to make you feel very confident about yourself. Nobody can talk you out of it. Nobody convince you otherwise because you know you're moving forward. And how do you know this? How would you be so clear, so certain, and so confident that you are moving forward in the three parts of who you are? How? Because you have a strategy, you have a system, you have a plan. So let's break down each of these three areas now. So one, your spirit. The spirit is the essence of who you are. And, and I'm not talking about religion here. I'm talking about you are a spiritual being. You have a spirit, a life force inside of you, the essence of who you are, where your personality comes from, where your meaning, where your purpose comes from. It's right here in the essence, the, the spirit part of who you are. So for you, like, do you have a plan? Are you developing yourself? Are you strengthening yourself? Are you nourishing yourself in your spirit? And again, it doesn't have to be religion. I'm not talking about that, but what are you doing? A lot of times when I start talking about this, people will come up like, oh, no, no, you know, I don't, I'm not religious or, you know, I grew up like this and I don't believe in that stuff. They'll start to focus on, you know, what they don't believe in or what they don't like. But I'm not talking about that. I'm not, I'm talking about what are you doing? What is your plan to develop one third of who you are? the spirit right like this is the core of who you are so don't focus on what other people are doing or not doing but what what are you doing are you developing yourself in your spirit so sometimes you know people will you know do affirmations they'll do incantations they do meditation they, they, they will pray they will go to church They'll do, you know, different type of group things. Maybe they'll go for walks in nature or sit in front of the ocean as they do breathing exercises. Maybe they'll do yoga. You know, there's a lot of different things that you can do to, to center, to be centered, to be present, to build yourself in your spirit. What do you do on a consistent basis or are you doing anything at all? Because if you're not, you're, you're, you're being weak in one third of who you are. And I would, I would suggest that you create some kind of system and a schedule and, and be consistent with these things. Don't just do it when, when you feel like it or when it's convenient or, you know, when you get a chance. Like, no, this is something important for you to build yourself and consistently build yourself. This is a third of who you are. So let's go to the next one. Now let's go to the body. So we're body, soul, and spirit. You see right here, these three circles? Your body, soul, and spirit. The spirit right here is in the middle. Your spirit, your purpose, meaning, contribution. Right now, I'm going to talk about your the outside one, which is your body. Your body, this is your physical vehicle that your spirit and your soul uses to express who you truly are in this physical world. So this is our vehicle 
So, so think about that. How, like, this is really, really important though, your vehicle. This is a third of who you are, and you need to understand the importance of this because this vehicle, you only get one. It's not like your car, right? We only get one, so we have to take care of it. Especially if you're somebody who is a high performer, a high achiever, that means you're like, you're like a, a, a race car, right? So you, you need more attention, you need more maintenance, you need better fuel. I want you to even see it like, like this is your temple, like it's freaking holy. Like it's so important, so to the point where everything you put into your mouth, everything you're drinking, everything you're eating, it's like an offering. It's like an offering to this temple that is so holy because I know that what I put into my body is either gonna create life or death. It's gonna create a high energy or low energy. It's gonna bring health or, or, or sickness. We want not only to have high energy right now and to be able to accomplish everything that we want to accomplish, feel good about everything, be healthy, have no pain, but also think about years from now. You know, with your, with your, with your children's children and, and great-grandchildren, like, you, like where you're able to do things and have a good functioning body, where you're able to have a high-quality lifestyle. Like, we need to think about this stuff. Your food, your food is important, right? Your food is like your fuel. You know, did you know this, that your, your food is directly connected to your mood? So how you feel, you know, if you eat a bunch of crap, if you're eating a bunch of crap, guess what? You're gonna start to feel like crap. Yes, you're gonna start to feel like crap. And guess what? If you keep eating the crap anyways, even though you feel like crap, you're gonna keep eating it. Guess what you're gonna start to look like? Oh, you're gonna start to look like crap. Oh man, now you're eating crap, feeling like crap, looking like crap. Guess what? You're gonna start treating people like now. You're gonna start freaking treating them like crap. You're gonna be all defensive, all mad, all sensitive, angry, sad, depressed. You know, all this, and a lot of this is directly tied to the food that you're putting into your body. How, how do I, as a high performer, as a high achiever, how do I set up this physical vehicle, this body, for, for me to freaking, you know, be high levels, to be in freaking, you know, racing on the track all day, every day of the week where I'm not burning out, I don't feel tired, I'm not trying, I just, I feel good because I'm setting myself up to have a good energy by my lifestyle. Your health, your health is a lifestyle. Don't make health your goal. It's, it's the foundation that you should have that helps you to reach and achieve all of your goals. When you feel good, when you're healthy, think about it, when you're, when you're healthy, you have no pain, right? How, how good is that? Because when you have something as small as like a mild headache, that impacts everything that you do, right? It impacts your parenting because maybe you're less patient now. You know, it impacts your sales because you're not as present. You're not as, as focused because your freaking head hurts, even though it's a light headache. You know, or, or you have another pain in your body or you're dealing with some kind of sickness in your body. You know, all this is because you're not taking care of yourself. So let's not blame, you know, our, our past or generational thing, oh, because my parents had this. No, what are you doing for it? Like, how are you living right now? What are the decisions you need to be having on a daily basis to better your life, this vehicle, this temple, this physical body? You drink enough water. You know, men should be drinking at least three liters of water every day. Women should be drinking at least two liters of water every day. And if it's hot and you're being active, you should be drinking more. That's just water, guys. Like your, your body is made up mostly of water. 
your brain, your muscles, your blood, like it's made mostly of water. So it's like the building blocks of this physical body is water. So if we're not drinking enough water, you are leaving money on the table. You are leaving energy on the table. You are leaving a better relationship on the table. You are leading better parenting skills on the table just by you not drinking enough water. You know, the, here's the tip. If you hold, if you keep water with you, you'll drink it. But if you don't have water, you're not going to freaking drink it. So I keep water with me. And guess what? I make sure I'm drinking at least a three liters a day. Stay hydrated. It produces energy. It's really good for your body, right? Another thing that you need to do is get fresh air. Fresh air, fresh moving, circulating air. If you want a higher energy for yourself, if you want to establish health, in this physical body, you need fresh circulating air. So most people, especially here in the US, you know, I have clients in different parts of the world and, and they don't deal with this as much as people in the US, but in the US, this is what we do. We're in our homes, we're in our apartments, wherever, ever, everything's closed. We have our air conditioning or our heater, right? We get up, we get ready. We quickly go from our door to our car where we start the car, roll up the windows. We have the air conditioner or the heater on. We drive to our office, we drive to work, wherever we're driving to, we get out, we go into the building, we go into the office where it's again, it's closed up and it's recycled air conditioner or heater air, recycled dead air. And we're just taking that in all day, recycled dead air. And then we wonder why we get, you know, so fatigued or, you know, our, our brain gets foggy, you know, because we're not bringing in fresh, real circulating air. Like our body needs that. So I want to encourage you guys to do that. Like for me, I'll go take walks outside throughout the day because I'm in the office, I'm on meetings, I'm in the computer, I'm, you know, doing things. I'll, I'll go take a walk outside. Takes like maybe two, three minutes, really easy, real quick. I come back out, I'm taking fresh air, getting some sunshine, right? Drinking some water, you know, all these things establish health in you. It's taking care of your body. Another thing, sunshine, get sunshine on you. You know, if you can get at least 20, 30 minutes of sunshine on your skin, as, as much skin as possible, again, that's vitamin D, that's producing health, strengthening your immune system, brings higher energy. This helps you to win in life. This helps you to build a business, guys, because you are your business. You are your business. So if you're healthier, if you look nicer, right? You are your business. People are going to trust you more. They're going to feel this health coming off of you. And people just are, are drawn. They're attracted more to people who are healthy. They, they trust people because, hey, if you take care of your body like that, you're going to take care of me and my products or my family or the services that you're offering. Like if you are taking care of yourself that way, you're going to take care of me. But if you don't take care of yourself and you don't, you know, you look horrible and you're not healthy. I, I don't know if I'm going to trust you with things that are involving me or my family because you can't even take care of yourself. Think about it, guys. So it helps you in so many different levels when you take care of your body. So another thing that you, we need to do is exercise, right? I know it's a bad word, but we need to exercise. Figure out something that you like. You don't need a gym. You don't need a lot of time. You don't need a lot of weight, right? You don't need weights. You don't need equipment. You don't need any of that. You don't need a lot of space either. So. I just took away all the excuses, right? So all you need is your body. You can use your body weight. You can work out in 10, 15 minutes every day and you don't need a lot of space. You can do it in your living room. You can do it in your room. You don't need a lot of space. You can do a whole workout, a full body workout, 10, 15 minutes using a chair. 
No excuses. It's just you making a decision about you deciding to take care of this body, of this temple, of this vehicle that we have, knowing that we are a freaking high achiever, we are a race car, we are a high performance vehicle. So we're gonna we're gonna work out, we're gonna get the water, we're gonna get the you know the fresh air, we're gonna get the whole foods, the vegetables, we're gonna eat, do all the right things knowing that we're setting ourselves up to win. This is a, the, the last part of who you are. Your soul is your mind, your emotions, and your will. Your mind is your intellect, your thoughts, you know, you being analytical, your reasoning, thinking about things, your emotions. An emotion is an energy that is an emotion. An emotion, it could be happiness, could be sorrow, could be anger, could be gratitude. These are different types of energies, different types of emotions. These emotions will run through your body. It's an energy that is in motion, right? And those things come from how you're perceiving what's happening in a situation, how you're perceiving or your perspective about a person. So it's your inward story of your thoughts. It's how you move your movements. It's the face that you're making. It's the things that you're saying. All those things will generate emotion. Okay, so that's emotion. Now your will, your will is your power to decide. Like, like nobody can control you. Nobody can make you. Like for you to say, oh, you just, uh, you just make me mad. That, that is not a true statement. You are deciding to react that way. That's, that's blamer. That's a powerless person having powerless conversations saying, you make me. Nobody can make you. That's your decision, right? So we need to understand that we have the will. We have the power to decide yes or no. You know, how long, when, with who. We have the power to decide that. And that's our will. So your soul is your mind, your emotions, and your will. So right here in this middle part of the circle, that's where your will is. You see these red, these red X's? These red X's are wounds. They're triggers. They're pains. These are things that will destroy your self-worth and will destroy your self-confidence. If you want to create more self-worth and self-confidence, which creates, you know, you need to grow in each of the three areas of who you are. It doesn't mean perfection. It means progression, like you're moving forward. Now, let's talk about the things that will destroy your self-worth and self-confidence. Those things are gonna be in your soul, in your mind, emotions, and will. Those are these triggers, these buttons, these wounds, these pains that are in your soul, that are in your mind, that are in your emotions, and it's affecting your will, it's affecting your decisions, which means that it's creating your habits, which means that it's creating your behaviors, which means that it's creating your results. A lot of times we think that the anger is the problem. A lot of times we think that depression is the problem. A lot of times we think the anxiety, the self-doubt is the problem. So we focus on it and we try to fix it because we think that's the problem, but that's not true. The anger is not the problem. The depression, the self-doubt is not the problem. Those are symptoms of the problem. Those are signs of something else. Okay, so what is it a symptom of? It's a symptom of what's going on here in your soul, in your mind, emotions, and will. So now this brings change a lot more in your hands because otherwise it's like, well, how do I manage my anger? 
You know, like that's what people come to me for. Like, like hey, do you do ma anger management classes? And I'll tell them, yes, of course, but I don't. You know, I, I, don't, I don't teach people how to manage something that's ruining their lives. I teach them how to kill that shit and get it out of their lives. I'm not going to teach them how to manage anger. I'm going to teach them how to get rid of it because it's freaking ruining their lives, right? So I, I show them where it comes from that the anger is not the problem. I have people who come to me with addictions. It's the same concept. Those addictions are not the problem. There's all kinds of different levels of this, guys. If you have self-doubt, if you procrastinate, a lot of those things are coming from these issues in your soul that you haven't dealt with. So it's producing, you know, those defense mechanisms. It's producing that fear, those things that are not allowing you to move forward and make those decisions that you know you should be doing, but you don't do it. Why not? Because you have these things that you haven't dealt with. So it could be, maybe you were bullied. Maybe you were abused in some way. Maybe you were called a name. Maybe you were neglected. Maybe you saw an accident. Maybe you saw something happen to somebody that you loved or, you know, it doesn't matter whether real or perceived. If you have something from your past that hurt you in your soul, that, that hurt, that scared you, that was like a trauma, whether it was against you or maybe something that you did against somebody else, whatever it is, you have that memory of something just hurting you or scaring you. Those things mark you in your soul. It's a, it's a wound. It's an open pain. And if we don't process and deal with that stuff right, what happens is that we become kind of defensive. Whenever something or somebody gets near this wound, whether it's an expression that they make, something that they said, something that they did, something that they didn't do, it gets near this memory, it gets near this pain, it reminds you of it. All of a sudden, those emotions get stirred up in you because that memory was triggered. So the emotions come up and now you're thinking that way, whether this is consciously or subconsciously, you start to feel a certain way. Now it affects your decisions with your will. Though your mind, your thoughts, that story, whether it's consciously or subconsciously, along with the feelings, the emotions that you're having, it, it makes it very hard to make the right decision sometimes. You know, like, oh, what do I do? What's the right decision? Have you ever felt like that? You weren't clear on or, or convinced or confident about your decision. A lot of it is because of the noise that you have going on inside of you. It's hard to, to see and hear clear because you have a lot of noise going on in your soul, in your mind, emotions, and will. So we gotta freaking take care of this shit. We gotta heal. We gotta face it, forgive, and move on. This is like, like being aggressive, understanding that, you know what? These behaviors, these habits, these things that I have that are killing my self-worth, that are killing my self-confidence, that I know that I'm better than this, like I need to get aggressive against it, right? How am I gonna get aggressive? By, by one, make sure I'm developing each of the three areas of who I am, right? And two, I'm gonna face where this, this trigger, where this button is coming from. Like, I'm just going to be honest about it. I'm going to be brutally honest with myself and be like, you know, where did this come from? How did I learn this? Where, where did this start? Just be brutally honest with yourself and face it. Right? If somebody did something to you, face it. If you did something to somebody else, face it. Be brutally honest with it. And then you need to get to the next part where you forgive. You forgive that person. Not because you're okay with what they did to you. Not because... You now agree with it, not because you're going to go be best friends with them now, not because you're laying them off the hook. It's because you are choosing to heal because if you don't, you're going to keep this wound. You're going to keep this button 
And now they're going to control you. You're a slave to that person because it's like they hold this button, this remote. And now because of what happened in the past, you become a prisoner to your past because you haven't dealt with. So something in the present can trigger that thing in the past. Now all of a sudden you get defensive, you get mad, you get angry, you close up and don't want to share. Or maybe you react or maybe you start laughing. You do something that you know is not the right way to, to deal with it. And it's because it's coming, that's a defense mechanism. And those things will ruin your life. So we need to face it, forgive it, forgive them. If it's something that you did, for, forgive yourself. You're not that person anymore. Just the fact that it bothers you is a good sign that your heart is good and you know that you're better than that. So forgive yourself, let's move on, let's bring some change. Now, now let's get to this last part, the takeaway, okay? This is where you're gonna start doing uh, the exercise where you're gonna work and actually write some things down. So again, we're talking about self-worth and self-confidence. And how self-worth and confidence is you having that strong belief about your own worth and your own ability. And when you have that strong belief about your own worth and your own ability, when you have a, a strong, high self-confidence, it helps you to win in everything that you do. And, and a way for you to develop that, to maintain it, is to have a self-development plan in each three parts of who you are, your body, soul, and spirit, so that you can keep growing in each of those three areas because that growth produces happiness. And now you feel happier and you know that you're moving forward in each of those three areas. So that, that's a very powerful thing for you to create self-worth and self-confidence. Now, here's the things that I'm gonna have you to start to do now. Write down three goals for each area that I have written here. Your health, your relationships, your career, and money. So you're gonna to begin to write down, okay, what are three goals for my health? What are three goals for my relationships? What are three goals for my career and money? You're gonna to start to think about that. What are the three goals for each of those three areas? Three goals for three areas. Number two, you're gonna write down 10 strengths of yours. How will these strengths help you to reach these goals? And then the third part is you're going to write one affirmation per area, per your goal. You're gonna write an affirmation for the goal that you have. 